This is the Ignition Show, an after-show edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to the podcast. I'm Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and today is what we call our after-show. It's a special episode where we look back at the most recent interview and pulled apart to see how the ideas have impacted us. Us, by the way, refers to my wife and business partner, Sarah, and I. We're learning too, and not only have we created this podcast to help provoke, inspire, and fuel your greatness, but we're on our own journey. We want to learn and grow as individuals and as a couple, and heck, we're human too. We have days and moments when we're crushing it, and plenty of moments when we're not. So the After Show episodes are here to help you, help you to deepen the learning, speed the implementation of the great ideas, and accelerate the route to your greatest aspirations and an extraordinary life. We're excited to be on this journey with you side by side, moving forward with the entire Ignition Show community. We'd love to hear what stood out for you in this episode. So please go to our Facebook group, that's The Ignition Show on Facebook, and join if you haven't yet. And let us know what you heard from this episode that really impacted you. All right, it's time to ignite the spark within you. Let's get to the episode. You know how two weeks ago when I listened to our business, the the interview you had that was really about business and I listened to it through the lens of relationships. The one with Margaret Wheatley. Yes, that's right. So this week when you were talking to Jeremiah Brown about sports and becoming an Olympian, I actually listened to it through the lens of business, (laughs) which I just found so enlightening. So Jeremiah, Jeremiah was talking about, you know, in the course of four years going from zero to Olympic medalist but he had so many great points along the way in terms of mostly mindset. You know, how do you get there? And it was it was less about the the actual training, right? For at least your interview, less about and I'm sure there was lots lots about in his 4 years, lots about the actual training, but a huge component of that was the mindset. How do you go from not even having not not doing anything in that sport, which was rowing, to being an Olympian, to winning a medal. And a lot of it was, you know, how do you overcome that inner critic, which I can totally relate to pretty much in every part of life, but especially business. Um, How do you remove limitations from yourself? How do you put yourself in the right environment to succeed? And how do you, you know, those critical points to succeed in, you know, in general, just made my head spin in terms of um in terms of business and how I approach business and how I could approach it better and I think for me it was, it was just a great example of of, of so many examples of what it takes to really go all in on something big mm. and whether it is sport or business uh, but so many nuggets of wisdom there of of how not to quit and how to keep going and how to persevere and how to deal with the dark nights of the soul along the way when you want something really, really big, um, there's no, in a short period of time, there's no time to dabble. Okay, so I found this interesting because he quit his job and moved across the country in order to train with the best or at least with the Olympic team. Um, and at the end of the show, you asked him, you know, where, do your con- where can people find you? And he's like, well, not very many places because I'm, I'm doubling down mm. on on this, which is public speaking right now. So he's not doing social media and and things like that where most people are. So it makes me wonder, okay, so you and I have have, um, 
removed things from our life so we can focus more intently on the business and this podcast being one of one of those things that we want to focus on now hearing Jeremiah's story and how he really doubles down on things or you know really yep. focuses in on one thing is there anything that it made you think in, in your life that you could be more focused on or more dialed in on with regards to this year or your life or, well, or, yeah, the, or our it, business? It, it, um, I, I definitely relate to um, one of the things he said right out of the gate was it's going to be harder than you think. And we have done a lot, you know, when we look at where we are with our business and the podcast and, you know, we, if you asked me five years ago where I want to be, am I there? And am I there now? I'd say, no, I, I'm not. And a lot of that has to do with not being all in. And I think we've made a lot of decisions in the last handful of months to clear some space, to, um, stop investing time, money, effort, energy into things that aren't more closely and directly related to where we want to get to. Right. Um, so is, uh, I can certainly relate to it more so in the past. I think we, we are, um, definitely on a different trajectory than we, this year, mm. uh, than we have been in the past. And for me, I know one of the challenges that I've had, it's a bit of my personality and style is I can be very, um, very loyal to the way things have been because right. they worked for a certain reason and it's very easy to slide into comfort zone. Like with some of the clients that I've worked with, some of the nature of the work that I've done with before uh, doing before that it's enjoyable. It, um, the revenue is good and, um, I'm doing work that I love, but it's not directly getting me to where I want to go. Right. And good is the enemy of great. Good is the enemy of great. And, um, and a lot of that comes down to clarity as well. And one of the things that struck me certainly with Jeremiah was when he got to the point of deciding that's what he wanted to do, he was absolutely committed mm. to the choices he made around his family and his work and travel and everything else and spare time and whatnot. Not. And um, that extra level of commitment um, on little decisions you have to make every single day. Right. The commitment of, are you going to get up at, 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. to get that stuff done? Are you going to say no to all the social events and, and, and things in your social calendar um, because you want to hit the, gym, hit the gym? That's absolutely what it takes to be the best in the world. And it absolutely what it takes to, to achieve something impossible in a short period of time. Right. And as you said, I mean, it, it only took him four years, but it took him four years. <laughs> exactly. You know, and he, he kind of joked around about that. And it makes sense. I mean, we've had... I actually think he referenced this podcast at one point as an example. You know, we've had this podcast for less than a year and, you know, imagine where it could be in four years, mm. you know, you know, if we keep going and I loved his, his thing is like, you're going to have days that suck. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of days that suck. It's how, how do you keep going? And I love that he used the analogy of, um, working. I forget what he said, but it was something along the line of, oh, it was, Working sad is his super superpower. He considers his superpower working sad, which means to him, not everything is going great. He's not having a great day. Um, things are really crappy and he's still putting in the effort. Yeah. You know, his inner critic is going wild. His, his results are crappy. You know, like he's getting, you know, f feedback that he's not loving from his coach or from his environment, but he's still putting in the work. 
it reminds me of a saying from someone I heard many years ago. You know, someone asked, how are you, how, how are you doing today? And they say, well, my day is absolutely crap, but I'm amazing, <laughs> right? It's like whatever is happening, you're still committed to or you're still taking the necessary action you know is going to get you closer to your goal. And I, I, it's, a, it's a thought that I haven't thought of in a while, but I'm thinking about it now. It's like every single action you take is either taking you closer to your goal or away from your goal. Right. And it's impressive. Um, I was going to say, not, it's not, it, it is impressive what Jeremiah did, but it's impressive what Jeremiah is an example of. Mm. It's an example of the capacity that we all have to, um, to dial up our commitment, our intensity, our dedication to whatever we want. And I think for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about kind of achieving what seems impossible, achieve some really, really big goals. We're not talking about, you know, losing five pounds this year, which is manageable for most people, but achieving something really, really that really stretches you. I know for me, and we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, that one of the things, one of the um, things that draws me has drawn me to endurance sport is not the sport itself, but for what it does for me. And is that in, in terms of mindset or physique or discipline or it's in terms of, uh, in terms of what it does for, um, my spirit and soul, what it does to, for, to, to show me, to convince me that I can always do more than I think I can. It's like this deep, it's more than, mindset or physical it's like a deeper part of who i am and who i want to be right right i think the other thing that um made me reflect on is jeremiah jeremiah made some massive life changes in order to make this happen i mean quitting your job is a major life change moving your whole family across the country a, a big change um training and I'm sure to be an Olympic athlete in general, let alone a, a medalist, training would take incredible discipline, not only to your time, but your um, mental um, mental strength, physical strength, all of the above. Those are some massive life decisions that he made. And it makes me think, okay, if if you have a massive goal, Will you achieve it faster? And I'm, I can only imagine you would achieve it faster if you were willing to make a lot of those big sacrifices, mm. you know, whatever it took to achieve those, those dreams. Yeah. I think if you make those kind of decisions, you're, you're just eliminating a lot of distractions. You're leading a lot of things that will take a little bit of energy away from moving forward towards that goal. Right. Yeah. I think you're not, not only will you achieve it faster, but you'll, so it's not just achieving faster, but you're going to learn faster. You're going to make mistakes faster. You're going to recover, bounce back faster. You're going to accelerate your your uh, progress towards whatever you're making. Yeah, a lot faster. He did say one of the keys to his success is just surrounding himself with the right environment, whether that's the team he was training with or specifically the coach he was working with. But surrounding himself with the right environment was was critical to his his success. And we hear that so often, so often that you are the average of the five people you spend time with. Well, here's an example. I mean, he moved across the country to up his average. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The other thing that I really resonated, I thought was a very interesting point was that he was very, uh, to go after that big goal, he was, you had to be prepared to fail. 
I was just going to mention that too. I thought that was fascinating because most people say, you know, this is it. Failure is not an option. You hear a lot of successful mm-hmm, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or, you know, people in the limelight or on stages say, failure is not an option. Burn the boats. And he's saying, yeah, I could absolutely fail at this. And it's absolutely worth it. You know, and he was very honest and said, I might not be the same person had I failed, but it was, I knew I was taking that risk and it was always worth it. Mm. So it just made me reflect on things, you know, are my goals big enough that I know I could fail and it, it they would still be worth it? Yeah. And I, I was just actually looking at, we've got a sign here in our office here of our, some of the core principles that we run our company on. And, and uh, what you just said made me think of one of them, but it was kind of like, we're playing the long game and we're in this. And the idea that um, it might not work out or let me, let me say it this way. Uh, we've considered this plan A because there is no plan B. There's no plan B. There's no plan B. That's a little bit of a, a, a theme that we draw on from time to time. There is no plan B. And for me, there's a, with, with that thought, is that there is a, um, yeah, sure, you're taking on a lot of risk by kind of going all in on this, but I wouldn't want it any, any other way. Right. Like, we're lucky that we're doing the, na- the nature of the work that we do is very much aligned to our sense of purpose on this planet and what we want to be spending our time with. And yeah, the failure might be, you know, we don't hit results exactly that we want or we don't you know achieve certain milestones or, or... not not that we don't achieve them but as as soon as yeah, we'd like exactly or as, yeah as quickly as we'd love them to happen yeah exactly or that we expect to happen or that we need to happen right but it's still going to be worth it because you're really going after what you want right you're, you're and i think that's been a, a big thing for me if i reflect back on kind of my journeys is one of the things I find most rewarding is looking back on a list of goals that I had created way, way back when, and they've actually come true. And it doesn't matter how big or small or insignificant or you know public they were or private they were. It's for me, it's a representation that I'm living life as I designed it. I'm living life in a way that I wished to, and I'm making my dreams come true. Uh, for me, that's a lot of what goals are for: is to make dreams come true and. And, um, so the pursuit of them is, is, um, it just goes hand in hand. You can't separate the pursuit, with the achievement. I think the pursuit of, if you're going after life, the way that you want it, living life on your terms, creating the things that you want to, or acquiring the things that you want or having the impact that you want, you can't lose. And that's the, that the failure might be not the, you may not get the, get the numbers or the material parts that you or want. The actual result. The actual result. But you gave it an honest try. What more can you? What more can you ask for? Yeah, and and as he alluded to, the pursuit is, um, the pursuit is the reward. Yeah. You know, I was about to say for me, the pursuit is the fun part. Mm. You know, because I've looked, I've done the same exercise. I've gone back and looked over goals that I've achieved or or almost achieved or you know maybe not achieved. Sometimes I achieve them much grander than I I ever dreamed I could. Mm. And I look back and I'm like. Yeah, that was that was awesome. But the real joy is in the pursuit of those goals yeah. and and the decisions you make along the way. And it makes me think now just reflecting on Jeremiah's journey. It's like 
it makes me question, and I hope the listeners are questioning, are the goals that they have, are they big enough? It's made me think the same thing. You know, I'm sure there's someone out there whose goal this year was to join the local rowing club. You know, join weekend rowing. Right. Right? And that might be perfect and fine for them. But do they really want to be competing at a high level, like at a world-class level? I don't know, right? And it makes sense when you look at your goals to just do a bit of a sanity check to say, huh, what if I 10x this goal? What would that look like as a thought experiment? If we really stretched it to a level beyond our current comprehension or or belief that, that this can actually come true, what would that look like? That'd be a very interesting exercise. Well, and if one person from listening to this interview did that and stretched their goal, then that would be, that would uh, align with what Jeremiah, Jeremiah wants to ignite in the world. It's just push people a little further than they were willing to go in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this interview. I mean, I'm not about to drop everything and become an Olympian in four years, but that's not his point. The point is, you know, what can you learn? What can you learn from the struggle, it, from his struggle that we can apply in our everyday life? I took it from a business perspective, but that's just where I am right now. But I thought there were so many gems from this interview and insights and we haven't even talked about the inner critic, which comes up so often for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're a superstar or, you know, Joe Schmo, the inner critic, which you guys talked a lot about. And I thought Jeremiah had some really good insights about how just to push through, but let the critic talk and just go at it anyway. Mm. Um, I want to come back to the inner critic in a second, but I don't want to lose my, my thought as you were, as you were talking earlier. So is this, does this, does this conversation make you think about any area that you, you want to stretch in some way or go beyond with maybe the current, the, the initial level that you were thinking at? You know, I think you and I've talked about this too, in terms of, I've been really hesitant to set specific goals this year, like draw lines in the sand. And a lot of that is because, you know, we, we have a little baby that I'm, I am the primary caregiver for, um, you know, consciously that's how you and I have set this up is I've taken a step back from a lot of, a lot of my previous duties in the business. So I can focus on, on spending time with our son but this year, you know, as he's growing and, and I'm wanting to step back into the business, I've still been really hesitant to set specific goals because I don't know come June or September or December where he's at and what he's going to need from me in terms of time and energy. But it has made me think about, you know, maybe there, there are opportunities and, you know, I'm saying maybe there are opportunities <laughs> For me to put lines in the sand and, and, you know, stake out some, some big, bigger goals than I have been and just freaking make it do, make it, make it happen, you know, freaking do it. And maybe be prepared to fail, like be okay, be be okay to fail, not hit it, but at least you're striving towards something that energizes you or inspires you or stretches you in a way that you want to grow. Completely. So I think. This is an opportunity for me and, and something I'd like to do is, is go back to my wishy-washy goals of this year <laughs> and kind of, you know, put a stronger stake in the ground and say, you know, I really do want to make this happen. But more importantly, it is possible. If I, mm-hmm. as, as Jeremiah approached his four years of Olympic training, if I come at it with a more analytical, with a more 
uh, decisive approach and what what do I need to give up to make this other thing that I really want to happen happen, then it's absolutely possible. And it's it's up to me to to review those goals and and just make it happen. Well, if you're looking for an accountability partner, you know how to reach me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I appreciate what, it, what, what Jeremiah did say along those exact lines. Uh, you got to have a strong belief that it's possible and it's a combination of bringing your passion along with hard facts. Yes. So um, it sounds also what you're saying beyond just wanting to freaking make it do it is... is freaking uh, make it do it. Yeah. Freaking make it do it. Uh, <laughs> is just remember whatever and... and I'm sure we'll talk about this offline, but just remember that as you're thinking about putting that line in the sand is, is it doesn't have to come from a place of force to make it happen. It can come from a place of passion and inspiration or love, or I don't even know what your, what your area you're thinking in. Along with some analytics to, to ease the process, right? You know, he, he knew that he was great at certain things and that he could, you know, that, um, he had some past experience to, help him along the way and that was his analytics that you know he he analyzed what he what he could be great at in terms of the olympics there are some definite things that i can go back and and say okay what can i leverage to make my more audacious goals happen yeah yeah no great question thank you yeah so just coming back to the inner critic is i appreciate what what he also said was that you know when you're in the the abyss when you're in the depth of the darkness of of the inner critic and the struggle to make something happen, you've got to find something to keep you going. And I think it's a, uh, you know, <clears throat> my, my work with people, with clients is, you know, often people, if they just give themselves a little bit of chances to either get out of the struggle or, or step back from the struggle, they'll find something well, that could be as simple as a mantra, something, a little poster to remind them of an inspiring quote, uh, um, um, uh, stories to connect them to why their 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 sense of purpose and what they're doing, and I think it's really really important that you know it's a it's a it's incredibly valuable to recognize that there is always a way through it, even when your inner critic is screaming at you to stop, to give up, to quit, and um, it's always important for us to find that. Yeah, I think as. As you were saying that, it made me think of the North Star. You mm. know, like as, as as long as you have a vision or a mission or something keeping you moving forward towards something specific, that's that's how I've always gotten out of those dark moments. It's like, mm. no, that's what you can, you can stand on that and you can look at that North Star and say, no, screw it, I can get there. And the reality is sometimes you don't have it in your wherewithal in those moments to do it yourself. You might need to ask a friend, a coach, a partner in some way to bring some perspective because you've lost all perspective. Right. So I know what I need to do on reflection of, on this interview and going back to, to my goals and make them a little more audacious and a little more specific and, and clear. But I'd love to hear from our listeners to know once again, that I'm not alone, that um, I'd love to hear from you and, and your, your takeaways from this interview. And did it make you reevaluate what you're focused on and how you can be, just a little more audacious or a little more gung-ho with your goals and, and push yourself just a little further. I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can reach us through our Facebook group at The Ignition Show or you can go to theignitionshow.com 
forward slash connect. There's a little button where you can actually leave us an audio message and those are our absolute favorite. I love hearing those. And we make a point of reading all the comments that come through and responding to as many people as we can. I think I'll take a look at my goals as well and see if I can make them a, a, a step up in audaciousness. And we'll, uh, we'll check in next time. Amazing. Until then. Until then. So there you have it, our After Show Edition. As always, if you like what you hear, subscribe, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We actually read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website, and respond to as many people as we can. We especially love hearing your real live voice, and you can leave comments and questions for us to include in future episodes as an audio message by going to theignitionshow.com connect. That's theignitionshow.com connect. We'd really love to build a community around you and your questions. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen. And I'm Sarah Jansen. And this is The Ignition Show.